Welcome to The Image Maker Presents, the radio show that brings people together from head to soul. My name is Dr. Joyce Knudsen, and I have been in the research and development field and the director for The Image Maker Incorporated for over 25 years. You can reach me at www.imagemaker.com. Note that there are two other websites and a blog. Our goal is to inform educate, and inspire listeners to achieve their fullest potential and feel that wonderful joy of happiness in their lifetime. We all deserve that. If you would like to be on the show, email me at imagemaker at bellsouth.net. My message as your host is to achieve, you must believe. Our guest today is Adele Green. Adele is a kinesthe- I knew I'd goof up on that word. Uh, kinesiologist a coach with a practice in Johannesburg, South Africa. She lives in her heart and expresses herself in poetry, painting, writing newsletters, comments for the press, blogs, and social media. Wow, that's a lot. She has contributed chapters and books for Thank God I Empowered Women and Princeton University's Leap in Awareness that will soon be published. She is passionate about living in her heart and vision quest in Peru to firewalks and challenge limiting beliefs. What an amazing woman. Welcome to the show, Adele. Thank you, Dr. Joyce. I'm really happy to be here. I'm so glad that you were able to call in. There are many coaches out there today. What makes you, your particular practice, life, uh, physiology, different? Well, Einstein said that we cannot solve a problem at the level that it was created. And I created safety for people to have a mind shift and it it might sound odd because I'm a kinesiologist which means I use applied um, well applied kinesiology so that's muscle testing Um, through their body wisdom I listen to them we talk and um, it helps the person to create a different level of awareness where um, we can get to the underlying limiting beliefs that will assist them so that they can become more empowered um, and knowledgeable in how they want to change their life. And for some people, it's putting soul back in their business. Um, What makes life philosophy different is that I don't give answers. I just assist the clients to find their own. Um, No one can resist their own solution. It is the biggest gift you can give, the gift of self-realization. I do believe very strongly to not give anyone answers because they already know it. You just have to bring it out of them. So that's a very good way of going about it. You have qualifications in coaching, kinesiology, business, and alternative therapies. How do you combine them all? What can a client expect when they visit you, and how will they know if they will benefit? I use a holistic mind and body approach to achieve results. What that means to me is that I work with the principle that all things are related to each other. You may have a physical problem like a backache or spiritual crisis, which can be conflicting beliefs, or have emotionally unstable. You can be emotionally unstable or just find that you're stuck and nothing that you are doing in your business gives you joy. The process I follow involves that you align your physical health, your thoughts, emotions, and your spiritual outlook to bring balance that will bring out the results that you desire. In my experience, a backache or a relationship crisis or a big change in your environment all just start to change. The level at which you change is instigated 
from <clears throat> it's part of your own life lesson. And when you compress all of that, that'll become your biggest inspiration from where you can live your life purpose. Um, a business client will start with coaching and then they'll move on to look into the deeper aspects within themselves um, when we work with the balance, the kinesiology through the energy system. The more spiritual orientated client that comes to me will start with a more unconscious body wisdom process through the kinesiology and then they will gain knowledge from the coaching aspect which will bring them more conscious awareness. And uh, mostly the entry point with the client is where they're comfortable with from their value point of view. Um, and more important than anything else, the purpose of working with a client will be for them to achieve um, what they came to see me for. Well, could you tell our audience what exactly kinesiology means? Because I know I've heard the word and I know what it means, but I think many listeners will not. Can you give a definition for what that is exactly? Okay. <laughs> I have a I have a strange definition. Um, I tell people that you think with your muscles. So um, kinesiology itself is the study of the human body, but applied kinesiology is when you actually um, use a person's muscles um, and you push against them very, very lightly. The trained kinesiologist will know whether the muscle is what we call lock or unlock. Um, the person themselves wouldn't necessarily feel it, so you would have an intention in mind, or you can make a statement as the kinesiologist, and then you test it against the muscle, and the muscle will either lock or unlock, and then you will get your answer, and you'll work through a, what we call a protocol process um, of getting information and shifting energy literally through the body. 200 different disciplines of kinesiology, and the one I use, Integrated Kinesiology, contains about 70 of them. That does help a lot. Does that help? Yes, it does. Thank you. I am curious, what do you mean by what clients come to achieve? Why would a client come to you to achieve something, and what do they ask you for? Hmm. First of all, I'd like to make a distinction between a coach and a therapist. Um, a therapist is somebody that will, like a psychologist, that'll listen to somebody and they'll come to you and eventually you'll talk through the problems. Um, as a coach, you work with uh, people achieving something which will enhance their performance. It's not just a matter of dealing with an issue to offload or dump emotions. Um, so the... the the question that you're asking is very relevant. Now, you get different types of coaches. I'm not the type of coach that works with punish or praise like you would with a child when you teach them something, nor do I let um, a client pay me to listen to their story. So I don't work on the therapy department either. I work with clients who wish to shift through changing their life to a more empowered state as quickly and gently as possible. And... The gentleness is really important to me. That's why I chose to bring in the kinesiology into my practice because it allows me to also work with a client at a more unconscious level. Often we get so stuck in our minds and being analytical um, and we can't move on from there. That's where the kinesiology is really useful. Um, if a client relies on me always to take them 
um, out of the state where they're stuck, then they don't learn anything and they give all their power to me. So it's really important for me to empower them through the process how to, to get there themselves. Um, you know, and really, it's for me, I believe that there is a place beyond polarity of pain and pleasure <laughs> or good and bad, and, and that's the level at which I work with my clients. When you can work from that place, you work from a place that inspires you um, instead of always being inspired from outside because that's very short-lived. So just to answer your question, if someone pays me good money to facilitate them, my responsibility is to keep them focused on what they want to achieve, to guide them, um, to achieve what is worth their money that they spend in every single session, not necessarily from the beginning of the program to the end. I do uh, power sessions. And then um, one does not need a program always. Um, different people use different ways to run their practice. I don't necessarily work with a program. And a shift can happen in my practice with every session because I work on the surface, in other words, with what is conscious knowledge, and I work below the surface on the unconscious levels. Um, you know, the coaching I do is really for people who want to live authentically and from their hearts. Well, I love this approach. It differentiates your coaching process from the rest, and I always love to hear something new. What type of clients want to live authentically and from their hearts? Does that imply there are clients that you do not work with? Uh, please, could you repeat the question? Sure. What types of clients want to live authentically and from their hearts? Does that imply there are clients that you won't work with? Yes, thank you, Dr. Joyce, for asking that question. The indeed clients I choose not to work with, the success in my practice is very much related to uh, getting the right type of clients and knowing where I work best. So when clients are wanting a short-term solution or a crutch to lean on, I rather refer them to coaches who work in those areas. Authenticity for me is like this. Years ago, I had a hypnotherapy session that changed my life. I spent four hours crying and just letting go of old stuff until I felt a love that was just, I felt so complete. It was so amazing. Um, words cannot describe it. Um, I wrote an article about it for the Odyssey magazine uh, that people can access through my website. But when I thought I found what I'd always been looking for, um, from the psychotherapist that I worked with, she didn't tell me what to do. She just said to me, go and be authentic. And it just really got stuck in my psyche. She didn't give me advice. She didn't tell me what to follow or what to do. And there was the most precious gift anybody could give me. So I choose to pay it forward. I choose to teach people to look inside of themselves and do what is true for them and work with their own wisdom, not mine. So the type of coaching I offer is what becomes for that person a source of wisdom from their own heart, be it in their business, in their relationships, or in their personal development. The type of clients that I, I do attract are leaders and people who self-starters who want to work from inside themselves. You definitely had a life lesson, and that's great because we don't learn without them. So thank you for sharing your situation 
for our viewers. Adele, how did you become a coach? I notice you always enjoy writing and painting. Where do you get the time also besides being a mom? I, I worked in the corporate world as a professional buyer, and one day just the forcefulness of the structure didn't work for me anymore. A lot happened in a very short time in my life. I was on holiday at a spa in Mauritius when the masseuse that worked with me told me afterwards that he did Reiki to quiet my mind. <laughs> on, when I was lying on the bed, I had a vision. I left my body, and I don't want to come back. I felt so good. But I did. I guess that's what you do when you're a mom. And I knew I had to make changes in my life. Then I got a call from a parent who found my, my son David, who was then four years old, in the road outside the nursery school. He escaped, he got past the teacher and the, the guard into a very busy road. My right-hand person at work changed the position, and all I could see was like long 14-hour days of work day after day. So I decided to take a sabbatical. I went to my executive and I said, I'll come back when I can align my values with what I do for a living. Profound. And then Wonderful. I was on my own path to figure out what makes me tick. <laughs> yeah. um, until one day through a process of um, synchronicity, three different things happened that pointed in one direction for me to become a medical coach. I never even had coaching before then. So it was one of those very strange things. And then I went and I did the training. As soon as I finished my, we call it a boot camp, the final training, I painted a bedroom in my house for an office. I went to sit down on a Monday. I closed my eyes and I said, okay, so what do I do next? And that was the beginning. For me, expressing through writing and painting Balance of listening to people so deeply, and I really make time for it. Many healers I know become ill or stuck in what they do. It's no different to any other rat right, race. I choose to be a coach so I could work on myself as well. So I find that my clients change as I do, and I attract different clients also. Um, and I work with a selective group of people who are very serious about making changes in their lives. We all need to quiet our mind. I think that's a hard thing to do since being a mom in and of itself is so time-consuming. So I do think it's wonderful that you've taken the time to look at your time management and see how you can fit it all in, and you can. I do. So I don't know why other people don't try that, but they don't, I don't think, think about the time management aspect. Adele, who are your clients and where do you find them? Um, mm, you know, coming from a business background, most of the people that I resonate with are empowered in the way that they work already. They're successful business executives and professionals, um, often with their own businesses. Uh, I attract creative clients, uh, very much also people who are in the finance industry in South Africa, and mostly leaders, often people who influence many other people. I stopped advertising my practice on the conventional media. I now use more social media and clients as a way of finding me through word of mouth or synchronistic events. Sometimes it's just passing by and saying one thing that was obviously what that person needed to hear, um, almost surreal in, in some ways. 
Uh, I have clients as far as New York. I have clients in Germany, in the United Kingdom. And with the technology that's available today, it's phenomenal. Uh, one can easily create a mobile business. I was inspired when I went to New York last year, and I saw people sitting um, in cafes with their netbooks running their businesses. And it didn't make a difference to the size of their business. Uh, we don't need these structures anymore. And uh, I also use Skype a lot. Um, I do have a front office at Hyde Park, Johannesburg, which is mentioned at the beginning of the program, for my conventional business clients as well. But I suppose they come from all over. Um, there's no specific way in which I track them. It is so important to be involved with social media because there's so many contacts to know about you. It's like going to a great big networking event, only you could have 30,000 people who know who you are and how to find you on your website. So you get that, and I think that's great because that's a great place to find clients. What do clients benefit from most when they work with you? I have a spiritual outlook and a business mind. I spend so much time working on myself <laughs> to poetry therapy, that's what I call it, or painting um, as a means of expression. Um, I find we live in times of mastering our own masculine and feminine energies. Uh, with that, I mean there's, there's like a goddess revolution, but it's not what people think. It's very threatening to some people. It's more about the mind the left and the right side, um, which contain the masculine and the feminine energies. Uh, women are becoming more sexy, especially as they get older, moving away from the power corporate image. Men are moving into their hearts. They start to feel. Something is happening out there that affects the way we always thought of life. We're changing inside and out. I find connected business people with their hearts, again, bring soul back to business, or working with relationships for people to find life partners and connecting with an authentic male or female side to attract the right partner. There are all ways of working with these energies one way or another and changing with the world. We're literally restoring ourselves back to health and living empowered lives. It's happening so naturally as we ask to live more consciously in the moment instead of projecting from the past or not living in our hearts because we're too busy planning our future. It really comes down to, to time um, and how we are being present in the moment and then also how we're using the two sides of our minds. The biggest benefit from working with me is connecting with each own person's purpose in their life and um, finding answers by stop looking outside of you learning to connect with your own inner wisdom. Am I making sense, Dr. Joyce? Yes, very much. Change is good for improvement of the self always. My next question is, what does it mean, the left and right side of the brain? Is there a connection between that and conscious and unconscious awareness of the self? From an intellectual perspective, there's a lot of research about how our behavior is controlled from our conditioning that create thought patterns. I'm noticing through the kinesiology and the coaching NLP skills as I observe people, how they access their thoughts and create new ones. 
we mostly use one side or the other side of our brain. From a spiritual and a philosophical perspective, the nuances of the masculine and the feminine are represented by the two sides of our brains. The unconscious and the conscious are merely what we are aware of in the moment, what not. And in our observations, as it stimulates our thoughts, it leads to the behavior that we act out. We get stuck in the same way of doing. As soon as we become aware of what we previously did not know, the unconscious, when we're having those aha moments, we can change what we believe about it. And that's literally switching from the one side to the other. The dormant side of the mind often holds much of the unconscious thought patterns. Um, and that is where I work most, finding the limiting beliefs and allowing awareness for the client to change them in the moment. It's subtle work, and yes, I'm not a psychologist, but I work also with intuition and impact skills, which means I allow myself to listen really carefully to the client, and I mirror back to them what I hear in their own words. For example, I had a client that worked with abundance issues, when I started my practice, and it was amazing to almost like in slow motion experience as she was accessing her memories from when she was about three years old, when she was abandoned by her mom. Her mom had a medical emergency and she left her with a neighbor, and this little girl didn't know what to make of it, so she took on a belief that she wasn't worth her mom's attention. And as we dealt with uh, abundance issues with what was now a 40-year-old woman, um, it became very apparent that that belief she took on when she was really, really young um, was interfering with so many things in her life and how what she believed was what was happening in her environment. So that's one way of looking at how um, we work with the left side and the right side of the brain. Um, and then, of course, you know, before the age of three, we also have very little memory of what did happen to us, and that's with the kinesiology because we're working with the body wisdom and you don't need to access the memory consciously. Um, also, it becomes very useful. Well, this was very, very great example, Adele, and I, I almost hate to ask you this question but because that example was good enough reason for why you're doing this, but why are you doing what you do, Adele? You know, Dr. Joyce, I really believe <laughs> that everybody can do what they love, and I love what I do. <laughs> we spend too much time working for money to have time to do what we love. I just want to live in my heart. And if I can touch somebody doing what I love, it's all worth it. Someone said to me one day, what is the one thing that will make this life you live worthwhile? And I had to think about it. And what came to me was that if only I could see myself in everybody, and that's what inspired me to move forward, the fact that we can live from a place of love and that there is no need to ever think we're separate. Being separate is what drives the, the world with greed and use energy in a way that manipulates, um, manipulates it with force. Love is free. And we can all live like this without conflict if we understand that we create enough structure to live productively and take care of our health together. 
That is why my tagline in my business is imagine if. Because if we can imagine it, it can become a reality. We start somewhere, wherever it might be for each person. It is the beauty that I see around me, the willingness to try and break through the walls that inspire me. And even if it's just one person that I touch, it's all worth doing it for me. What a wonderful attitude. Well, thank you so much for calling all the way from Africa and bringing all this wonderful information. I'm sure our viewers would really like to contact you to hear more about what you do. In fact, I recommend this to them. How can people get in touch with you, Adele? Um, there are probably two ways to get in touch with me. The one would be through my website, and the other one would be through my Facebook profile. I'm very active on there. I do a lot of teaching. Um, my website is www.lifephilosophy.co. And if they wish to find me on Facebook, um, they can type in the Life Philosophy Heart Coaching. Could you repeat that? I I didn't hear it, and and maybe the viewers wouldn't hear it then. Repeat the Facebook one. The Facebook one uh, is um, my fan page on the where I run my business from is the Life Philosophy Heart Coaching. Even if they just punch in life philosophy or heart coaching, it should come up. Okay, sounds good. Uh, it was just a pleasure to talk with you today, Adele. Thank you so much for being our guest on The Image Maker Presents. I'm really honored to have spent this time with you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. <laughs> 